Alright, I am back for part two of the Battle of Huseba. Anyway, what I was talking about was, so I go out, we go out for the resupply that day. I'm kind of jumping around a little. We go out for the resupply. Get turned around, because I think we're going to die. Because like I said, the RPG was coming at the fuel tank with all that ammo and stuff in there. I'm like, oh god, we're going to die. No. It lands short. Doesn't do anything. I think it pokes a hole in the fuel tank or damages a tire. We come back, said. Somehow I ended up with bloody hand, fingers or hand. I go to Doc. I think it was Doc. I was pretty sure it was Doc Bennett. Ask him for a Band-Aid. And he's like, you, are you seeking medical attention for a wound? I'm like, no, Doc. I just need a Band-Aid. I'm not going to try to get a Purple Heart for this. Although one of my fellow Marines was like, hey, Deerberger was like, you should, like, no. He's like, you probably need to, like, say, hey. This was like, you know, you got injured. I'm like, dude, it's like a cut finger or something. I don't know how that even happened. Even if it was a piece of shrapnel, it's like, probably wouldn't have been as, would have been like a splinter or something. So I was like, no. Nah. So I didn't, obviously. It's not the point. Anyway, they're like, we end up going back. Then they got ammo some other way. But at this point, I'm back at the FOB. We're like, because we're doing like 81 stuff too. And FOB security. We're watching Slamka, one of our uh, scout snipers do work. On insurgents around the fob, you know. But that was like I said, it was a, just a crazy day. They tell us all to get some rest. So we're like, some of us are getting rest. And we just hear like a gunfight. This convoy's coming back in. Guys, we're in some old Iraqi army barracks not far from us. Yes, insurgents, and we just lit, our guys coming in just lit them up as they lit them up. I remember running out with my rifle, like, trying to find a place they climb up on the berm so I could shoot, too. But, man, it was just like, the last of the guys came in, then we went back out the next day and swept the city. Had a guy shoot at us into 440. Fired a 50 cal round at him, and, he, and I guess, we didn't hit him, though. He ran. But I remember that. And that was when General Mattis asked us if we got the guy we shot at. And we were like, no, sir. And he was like, yeah, you'll get him next time. Young Warriors or something like that. And it was just, yeah. The, like those next two days. It was like. There was like a lot of dead bad guys out there. And I guess you could tell they were foreign fighters. Because like the locals didn't like. They didn't, like, bury them. They were like, oh, yeah, these guys are foreign. Like I said, Husaba was a sketchy place. Like, the police, they were not on our side, the Iraqi police. we were, I think we raided their place and found, like, insurgent uniforms in there or whatever. Their police station. Basically, we were, I think Intel said that the, the Husaba jail was basically used as a hotel for uh, insurgents. Because one time we raided it and there were some... Guys, look, they think they were Afga Taliban from Afghanistan or Qaeda guys from Afghanistan. They were, like, staying there. It's like a surgeon hotel. It was funny. I think that day, like, other Force Recon or the Special Forces guys that were there, the OJA guys, lit them up when they came <laughs> driving by them. They're like, nope, not today, clowns. I, got, I mean, when I say lit them up, I don't, they didn't, like, kill them. But they, like, shot at them, like, 
their vehicles and are like, no, go the other way. Type deal. I know four ROEs were a lot different than they were. That was just like a... Just at a... Trying time. But I just remember, like, my point of view being, like, just it was crazy. I mean, it was just. Obviously, we chant our you know, I was a I mentioned it was called Camp Gannon. Camp it was originally it was Camp Useba until after that day we it was renamed Camp Gannon. The FOB. I'm just saying like we had like a really great command structure there, I think, from like our CO, XO. First Sergeant, Company Gunny, you know, from my platoon, platoon commander, platoon sergeants, section leaders. I mean, we just had like a really, I mean, it was just section leaders, senior Marines, it was. And I mean, it was just good team, I think. But anyhow. It was an honor to serve with all my three seven brothers. Especially on that O four deployment. I mean I hope I don't know, I hope this you know this does them justice. I mean I hope I'm I hope it I mean, it's just me podcasting. I mean, said they're all great Marines and people, men. Right. Alright, so like, I guess I would ask, you know, for people listening that aren't veterans or Marines, or veterans, or not, so I mean, just remember the families of those, these fallen Marines and honor them, or pray for them, all those who serve with them.
All right. And what's crazy is we're coming up on our 20 years to the battle we say, but next year, 2024 will be, April 17th will be 20 years. We have a reunion page going. Now, trying to figure out the best place for the reunion is crazy because a lot of people voted for 29 Palms, which I don't know how that would work. Of course, you got we don't know how many people are actually going to be able to make it or show up. You would hope, you would like for everyone to, that you know still around from the battalion too, and their families of the fallen, you know, to show up, be able to show up. But that's not how life is. I mean, we had a pretty good size reunion in like 2016, I believe. In Minnesota, because of Reuniting After the War, which is a great organization, they, I think we had a reunion, like a Lima Company reunion, then, not sure how, so I'm, again, I'm, we're, like, we're working and figuring things out for that, to get this 20-year reunion, I just don't know, 29 Palms is just crazy, I can't believe people pick that place. <laughs> Like, the majority of people picked that place. That's crazy. Well, I'm going to have... It's not much, but I'm going to honor all my brothers by having a beer for them. Have a beer set out for them. And then I will have a beer for them. Let's go with opening the beers for Lance Corporal Gary F. Van Leuven. Cheers, brother. Lance Corporal Ruben Valdez Jr. Cheers, brother. Lance Corporal Michael J. Smith. Cheers, brother. Corporal Christopher. A. Gibson. Major Richard J. Gannon II. Super Foster. Okay. I'll read off the names again of the fallen Marines. Marine Lance Corporal Gary F. N. Leuven. Marine Lance Corporal Ruben Valdez Jr. Marine Lance Corporal Michael J. Smith Jr. Marine Corporal Christopher A. Gibson. Marine Major Richard J. Gannon II. Semper Fi. Rest in peace, brothers. Gone, never forgotten.
That is all I have. I will leave you with a song from Justin Moore. But here's to the ones that didn't make it back home. <clears throat> Which I don't own the rights to that song. It's just a great song. I'm Dr. John Chang, medical director of the Oklahoma Proton Center. The goal of cancer treatment is to maximize cure and minimize.
Thank you for listening.